Welcome to the Find Your Fire podcast. I'm your host, Jess Norbury, and I'm a professional model and lifestyle YouTuber. This podcast is designed for you guys and gals out there who need that extra push of motivation in all things health, fitness, modeling, social media, relationships, but most importantly, I am here to help you find your fire. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Find Your Fire podcast. Thank you so much for sticking around the last two episodes while I'm just like trying to get this thing off the ground. I don't know. It's just hard because everything's so new and I don't know how anything works. And I'm like still trying to get approved with Spotify and I don't know how to do it. So if anyone knows, like, please help a sister out because so far... Uh, not so good. (laughs) But today we are going to be talking about the ins and outs of social media. And I took to my Instagram story to get your guys's um, questions or any concerns or rumors that you've heard and things like that. And I'm going to be breaking it all down today. And we're going to be talking about everything to do with social media. I don't know if there are podcasts out there at the moment or anyone who's really shed light on this. Um, I've only really heard about this from my friends who are already in the industry, but we were like talking face to face, but yeah, I think this would be interesting from an outsider's perspective on what actually goes on behind brand deals and collaborations. And yeah, I just kind of want to let you guys in and let you know what happens behind the scenes. So we are going to be covering brand collaborations and my advice, if you do want to get into it. How much to charge is also a question that I get a lot. Um, But yeah, I'll kind of be breaking that down a little bit as well. And how to approach brands and what to say. So I'll have a little template of words that you can use in an email if you are trying to um, get a collaboration with a certain brand. So let's jump in to this week's podcast. First of all, I want to say a massive thank you to everyone who has sent in their questions. So I have picked out three of my favorites just to talk about, um, because I'm in a bit of a rush today. I don't know if you've seen my Instagram stories, but by the time you're hearing this, I'm actually in the Gold Coast shooting some swimwear campaigns for some amazing brands, which I'm so nervous slash excited about. But um, yeah, it's been a hectic couple of days with juggling uni assignments. I had like three due in one day and then yeah, straight off to the Gold Coast at like midnight. Before I get into the questions, I also just want to have like a background of how I've gotten to where I am in social media. I know that is really broad and I could talk about it forever because there is a lot to go through, but I'm just going to break it down to like the dot points of how I got to where I am right now. So I started my YouTube channel about six years ago. I was actually making comedy videos at the time. My highly requested videos were literally Miranda Sings impressions and like, yeah, impersonating YouTubers, vlogging, like going to different events and things like that. But um, yeah, Miranda Sings impersonations were massive for me back then to the point where I even got put on a radio show pranking the two radio hosts in a like a phone interview with quote unquote Miranda Sings, but 
it was just me. I think that was a major part like in why my channel grew from nothing to maybe like 600 subscribers kind of quickly is because like I had this massive break as Miranda Sings impersonator and yeah that video went viral and it was hilarious but I was yeah literally just praying. <laughs> I was just pranking the radio hosts and oh hello it's me Miranda I don't even know how to do this voice anymore yeah I had to do like so much research on the host and they were like blown away that Miranda Sings knew so much about them but haha -ha, it was just me also on the topic of Miranda Sings I got a shout out from her husband at the time, which was Joshua DTV. I don't know what happened. He literally just gave my channel a massive shout out in one of his videos a few years ago. And I gained a lot of attention from that. And that was very cool. I wasn't used to that. I was like, oh my gosh, where is this coming from? All in all, my channel was very comedy and YouTube related. So like YouTuber related content. But now um, it is very different. If anything, it is the polar opposite. Now I'm like fitness, health, fashion, beauty, lifestyle. So yeah, that's what I like now. And you can definitely tell I have grown up. <laughs> I never went into YouTube also with the mindset that I wanted to make a job out of it. It was just something that I loved doing. And I uploaded maybe like once every week or once every two weeks back then when I was first starting just because it was like a fun little thing to do. I think I started in maybe year nine or ten. I got bullied like you wouldn't believe. Everyone would always make fun of it like to the point my teachers made fun of it and they would play the video in classes and it would be so embarrassing. Look at me now. It is my job and suck on that. <laughs> but yeah, as I said, it was just a fun thing. I never got paid for anything. I made like five cents a video back then. <laughs> um, and now I have it as a full-time job. I'd say over the last 10 to 12 months is when it really started to pick up and I started uploading like once every three or four days. I'm going to say four days or five days even. It's only been quite recently that I've actually been able to make a decent income from it. In saying that though, it's not like anything major but it's been substantial enough for me at the moment. I think it's just kind of when I built up my portfolio enough, I'd worked with enough brands and if someone came up to me I'd be like yep this is all the work that I've done with these brands in a collaboration style but now I've got like a tiny little fee and that just kind of grew from there and then I'd gain um, respect from those companies and they'd share me on to other companies and kind of snowballed effect. That's where I am at the moment. So YouTube and Instagram are kind of the same in that regard. I would do like free uh, product reviews on YouTube or free try on hauls and things like that. But now because it takes me hours and hours and hours to edit, um, companies do see that effort and they're willing to pay for the finished product. Same with Instagram, I guess like it is a bit less effort than um, editing a YouTube video, but companies still respect that. And I guess like my Instagram is kind of more of a modeling portfolio as well as a bit of my life. I kind of incorporate both of them because I do use Instagram for modeling work too. And that's how companies do book me for photo shoots is through Instagram. So I guess it is good in that regard. But yeah, I didn't start getting paid collaborations on YouTube until about 
I'd say this time last year and the first time I got paid for a video was a product review and I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my gosh, companies are offering to pay this much for a video. That is absolutely crazy. Um, and yeah, I didn't expect that, but I think that kind of made me realize, oh, like I can make a little bit of an income for it. Let's just try it and see how it goes. In the beginning, I just kind of built up my reputation by doing a product for post, which is what a lot of smaller influencers or like micro influencers will do is a company will send you, for example, let's say a shampoo and conditioner. And if you like it, you post about it and you post about it on your stories and you promote it. They might give you a discount code, they might not, but that's how it kind of worked in the start. And I would just like receive the products and post it if I liked it. But now I have worked with a fair few brands who are willing to pay for the content just because it does take effort and they're pretty much paying to reach that target audience that I have. So yeah, that's how I kind of started getting PR was doing a lot of free work. Like I literally worked for free for six years, but now it is starting to pay off, which is absolutely awesome. Okay. So that's kind of a bit of a background on me. Now I'm going to jump into the questions. So this question comes from Zoe. Thank you Zoe for sending it through. And she asks, how much do influencers make and do you get paid for all of your jobs? I guess like a general rule, if you want like an idea of how much you should be charging. Um, I don't know if this is quite accurate, but I'll get into it. Um, but I, yeah, I was told that you could charge $100 per 10,000 followers. So if you had 20,000 followers, you could charge $200. So I'm not sure how accurate that is. I don't go off that at all. Um, but that was just kind of like a general rule that I was told when I was first starting out with like charging people and things like that. But yeah, now it's kind of different, especially on YouTube. I would say YouTube is totally separate to that price because of the effort that it takes to create the content. Take from that what you will, but that's what I was told at the start. So like $100 per 10,000 followers. However, with the dilemma that people can buy followers or they're in those groups that, what are they, like engagement groups or something? Um, I have heard about them. I don't know what they're called, but you're pretty much in a group with a bunch of people and you type in there when you've posted and everyone will go and comment on your photo. So you get like a hundred comments from these random people. I think it's just a bit unfair if people are purchasing their followers and then using those chat groups to create like a fake sort of engagement. So it looks really good and appealing to brands. So they'll pay more and they won't get the results that they thought they would. So yeah, I steer clear of that. I think it's good to have an organic engagement. As for jobs, I might accept like two out of 10 that I would get like a week. I'll get emails from brands being like, hey, like, do you want to work with me? We sell this sort of product and I'll be like, oh, doesn't really align with my brand. So I just say, Hey, thanks, but no, thanks. Um, oh my gosh. Like this morning I got an email. I was like, okay, this person has actually no idea who I am or have actually watched my videos at all, but it was like a leather brand company and they had like $500 bags, um, that were made of leather and then the, like snakeskin bags and snakeskin belts. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that is so not what I'm about. And they clearly haven't watched any of my videos whatsoever. So kindly decline. Thank you, but absolutely not. <laughs> I don't know about posting content 
just for a paycheck if the product is crap or it just doesn't align with your brand image. It literally just doesn't make sense to post. So keep that in mind. Brands have just got to align with your values and your beliefs and your brand image. I think that is really important. Or for example, like I'm into fitness, I get that, but I'll get brands who reach out to me and they're like completely whey proteins or like lots of dairy stuff. And I'm like, again, they probably haven't seen my videos because like in every video I'm like, I cannot eat dairy. I will literally cark it. The next question comes from Caitlin. Thanks for sending this through, girlfriend. She said, talk about those brands who comment saying, DM for collab. Oh my God. <laughs> if there's any comment that frustrates me more, it is these ones. Like, thank you so much for commenting and keeping my engagement up. Like, I appreciate it. However, it is so annoying. If you really wanted to collaborate with me, you would just make it easier for everyone by clicking the email that is literally in my bio or DMing me instead of publicly commenting. I don't understand it. If you literally look at any of my photos, I can guarantee you'll see those comments everywhere. They're so funny. I'm like, mm, thanks, <laughs> maybe thanks. <laughs> Back when I started and maybe when I first got one of these comments, I actually, I was like, oh wow, like this person is really interested in me. That's great. Meanwhile, this is while I had like 1,000 or 2,000 followers or something like that. And I was like, oh, awesome. So I messaged them and their deal was I would get 30% off all their products for life or whatever. And so I was like, oh my God, amazing. So I bought a dress and it cost me like $40 with the 30% discount. And what I had to do was I had to post like two images wearing the dress and be like, oh my God, check out this brand. This is awesome. To be fair, it was a really cute dress. However, looking back at it now, oh my God, that is free marketing. If not, no, no, no. It is not free marketing. It is literally paid marketing. They are getting paid to market. Like that does not make sense. You pay your customers to market you for free? Like what? I literally paid $40 to promote this brand. And I was like, Jess, you idiot. What are you doing? Anyway, so the moral of that story is probably don't go out of your way to DM someone. If someone really wants to work with you, they will get in contact with you without being super public about it because that is so freaking dumb. And don't waste your money on free advertising is my advice. Keep that in mind whenever you get a comment that says, hey babe, love your feed. You would be perfect ambassador for us. Like DM us, love you. So that is my answer to that question. Bloody hilarious. Love it. But now we are on to question three. This is from Selena. So thanks for sending this one in as well. And she has asked, would love to know more about how you approach companies for collabs and ongoing work with brands. I don't tend to approach many brands at all. Um, the last brand that I can remember approaching was maybe in like February of this year. And it was when I approached Balance Bottle, who I have a really good relationship with now. My Balance Bottle is literally right next to me at the moment. Um, if you haven't heard of them, I bloody love them. They um, make foam roller water bottles. They're like a one liter foam roller, but they're a water bottle. It's genius. And I take it everywhere. It's 
just the best. Yeah, I don't know. We have a really good relationship now. I love the owners. They are just the most beautiful people ever. But apart from Balance Bottle, I don't think I've reached out to many people. Sorry to be like absolutely useless in this regard because I would only ever reach out if I wanted to exchange product for post. I wouldn't reach out and be like, give me money. Like, no, <laughs> I would only reach out and be like, hey, I'd love to try your products. However, if you do want a discount on Balance Bottle, um, I do believe I have a code. I think it's just 15. If you do want 15% off, I think it might still work. Let's hope it still does because that was given to me a while ago. <laughs> I want to talk to you about kind of like an email template that you should be sending brands. If you do want to reach out to them, this is kind of what I would go off if I was to do it now. So this is what I would say something along the lines of. I would start by saying, hey, like my name's Jess. I hope you're having a really good day so far. I love your brand or I love the look of your product or brand and I've heard of really amazing things and would love to try them out myself. Tell them what you do. So I would say I'm a YouTuber and I have Instagram and my content is related to fitness, fashion, and lifestyle. So you can change those to obviously suit your niches. So it might be beauty or makeup or fitness. I don't know, anything like, could be gaming, something like that. But you just have to kind of pick your niches and pitch that in the email. I would say fitness, fashion, and lifestyle is me. And what I'd say is I've linked them below for you to have a look for yourself. I'm reaching out in regards to a potential collaboration. I would love to create some awesome content for you, yada yada. That's kind of the vibe that I would go for. And then I would just finish by saying, let me know your thoughts. Again, would love to be considered. Kind regards, just snobbery. But yeah, if I was to approach a brand, that's how I would pitch it, just so it's in a really nice, friendly way. You introduce yourself, you get your point across that you are interested in working with the brand because your brand values align. And that's about it. Just see how you go. Um, hopefully you do get a response and either they'll be like, hey, we'd love to send you some sample products or be like, thanks for the email, but we can't be doing any collaborations at this time, which is okay. I want to know um, if it works for you guys. So like if you do send off any emails, please let me know how you go and what brands you're hoping to work with. You can also always DM me on Instagram if you have any questions. I'm always here to help and give you guys advice on anything at all. I'm going to wrap up this podcast here. I know it was a little bit shorter and I'm really sorry. It's just that I have to go. I've got to go and do my uni presentation and finish packing for the Gold Coast. So if you did enjoy this episode, please give me a five-star review if you're listening on the Apple Podcast and also subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you can get a little notification when I post a new podcast. You can follow the podcast on Instagram. It is just at Find Your Fire Podcast, or you can follow me on YouTube. It is just Jess Norbury. Leave me a comment on my video saying that you're from the podcast because that makes my day. And yeah, my Instagram is just at Jessie Norbs with a Z on the end. And that's about it. So I'm going to wrap up this episode now. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week.